Hello, my name's Terry. Hiya, I'm Colin. And we are Magnetic, and this is podcast number one. (laughs) 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 Alright then, so I'm Colin, um, and this podcast is about living with HIV um, and experiencing it as a couple. So I've got HIV. I do not have HIV. Um, we've been together for a year, and Terry remains free of HIV. Yeah. Um, and surprisingly, I still have it. <laughs> it's not going anywhere yet. We are called We Are Magnetic because Colin is positive, I am negative. So usually, if you are in a couple where one person is positive and the other is negative, it is called serodiscordant mm-hmm. which is a really it's just really clinical and horrible isn't yeah it? it's horrid it's like, well it's just clinical yeah. isn't it? it's just a bit like oh god it sounds like it sounds like there's just no romanticism in it it's just not romantic it doesn't sound like there's any nice nicety about it and it doesn't sound like a name for a couple no it just sounds like a real kind of, yeah, like clinical, sterile, mm-hmm. medical name. Mm-hmm. So, the other name for it... And I'd heard this on Twitter a couple of years ago. Is magnetic. Yeah. Because one is negative and the other is positive, And positives and negatives are trapped. Exactly. So we are magnetic. <laughs> so yeah, that's why we're called We Are Magnetic. It's a bit more romantic. Aye, because we're dead romantic, like. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it just seemed to fit it more. Um, I also did have a previous podcast, and it was just called the HIV Podcast. And other people um, had emailed me saying, could I be a little bit more subtle with the podcast thumbnail and the name? Because when they were listening to it in public or at work or, or wherever they would find that the big HIV thumbnail was a little bit too obvious um, and I can understand that like not, not ready to disclose to absolutely to the world in the office yeah. just yet and that's fine like whether you've got HIV if you've just got diabetes you don't want to disclose your condition to everybody there's no need um, so yeah we went for we are magnetic um because we're awesome. <laughs> so we're based in North London. Um, we're based in England. Um, we are cared for within the NHS service. Um, so I just wanted to kind of get that out there so people are aware and can relate to the that. Context. Yeah. Um, then why do we want to do this? Uh, I think we want to do this because when well throughout our relationship in fact there's been plenty of times where you want to kind of turn to well I naturally turn to the internet in any kind of times of trouble be it this or anything to go and I think it's natural to go and want to find people in a similar situation for reassurance for information for support for all kinds of reasons and the trouble I've had is I turn to the internet, there's lots of information for people who are HIV positive. Um, there's a bit 
for there's a bit about people that are in um relationships but it doesn't it hasn't seemed to be very in depth i haven't found what i'm looking for mm. ever about certain situations i i want to i want to find stories i want to find well that really i want to find stories about people that are in our situation how they've approached it how they've got through it just just for just for reassurance and support and sharing and yeah and and i i'll, I'll um i'll echo those thoughts as, 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 as what terry just said when i was diagnosed i i went out to find all the information so yeah there's 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 lots of information but there's there was never information that related to my experiences as such and i know this podcast won't be relevant to everybody but it would be a, another step and another piece of information for someone else to hopefully kind of get some some benefit from and and the other thing is all the all the information i found it, it is very medical a lot of it is medical it's clinical it's statistics mm. it's it's not kind of relatable yeah and it doesn't and, and it doesn't relate to specific situations and there's lots of specific times that and it's different for everybody everybody's lives are different yeah. and and how you relate to each other is different and and it it doesn't go into the kind of emotional aspects of it as much mm. and i was just and always... the places that do go into the emotional aspects of the forums and they're horrible places <laughs> i hated it it's it's i find i don't know if any of you have been to the forums but they're just depressing places. Everybody in a forum is just panicking constantly yeah. and it doesn't put yeah. you at ease at all. And also the places I did find good information was Twitter. Twitter's great because mm. you could be anonymous if that if, if that helps at first, which helped me at first. So you can, you can just, there's loads of people on Twitter who are quite helpful. I guess like my problem as well as, as the, the neg, the negative party, um, I felt like I didn't have the right somehow to be... It, it's all about the person who's got the HIV. Yeah. And and it, and I felt... It is all about me, though. Well, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, how am I meant to support you? How am I meant to know how to react? Or I mean, we've worked through that since. We worked through it ourselves. We've done that ourselves. Yeah. But I was looking for help and, I, and just people to talk to. Mm. Like, is this the right thing? I did this. Was that okay? Mm. Did, did, you know, and then being able to say, actually, yeah, it was fine. And this is why it was fine. And, mm. and But... I felt kind of guilty. As I, I felt guilty for searching the internet. It's like, well, it's not me. I, I don't have to deal with it. Mm. I don't have to go through all the shit that you have to go through. So why should I even be bothered about it? But not bothered, but why do I have any right to getting any support? And sure. That whole kind of thing. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, th there is... We're not saying there isn't information out there because there is loads of information yeah, yeah. out there. But sometimes it's... It's not in the um, format that you you prefer. Um, like for example, the reason we're doing a podcast is we both love podcasts. We listen to them every day. I listen to podcasts about eight hours a day because I work by mm. myself outdoors with headphones in, and I listen to all kinds of podcasts. And we find it a great medium for learning <laughs> and for communicating with other people. And I love talking about my feelings. <laughs> yeah, she talks a lot. I'm very touchy feely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
and I did do another podcast, and it was just called the HRD podcast, which I alluded to earlier. But um, I stopped that just just because of time constraints, and also it wasn't. I think I met Terry <laughs> just towards the end of it, and I just kind of gave up on it because I was having too much fun. So yeah, we thought we'd do this. So I guess we should tell you a little bit about us, which is it's quite self-absorbed. What's the word? Which is quite... Uh, uh, egotistical? Yes, yes. Uh, because I'm sure the world wants to know about our date. Yeah, because we're amazing. <laughs> but but amazing. Um, our first date was pretty poignant in a relationship. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Wait. How did we meet first, though? Plenty, plenty of fish. Met online. Yeah. <laughs> plenty of fish. Yeah, which is another thing. If you're single, it doesn't mean you can't meet online on normal dating websites. Like, that's what I thought at first when I was, you know, looking looking for the love of my life. Because, yeah. um, like, you feel like, oh, well, because I've got HIV, I shouldn't be on a dating website. Because there are HIV-specific dating websites, but they're horrible places. Um, and I thought, well, what's the, what's, the, what's the difference in me doing this? All I have to do is tell them on the first date. And I don't even have to tell well, them on the, the first date. I'll tell them if I like them. The, the great thing about it was, as well, we were talking for weeks. We were, like, emailing yeah. for weeks. See, this is the ploy... This is the ploy. He had me hooked beforehand. <laughs> so, there we go. Well, so yeah, we met on a website called Plenty of Fish. Um, I know we have that in the UK. I don't know if we have that anywhere else. But it's just your normal dating website. We chatted on there. We had similar kind of likes. We, we both enjoyed comics. We both enjoyed live music. We both play instruments. I'd hidden geeky references to Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy yeah. to try and try and uh, get the right calibre of person. <laughs> I did spot them, didn't I? Uh, I think so. I think you didn't... There was one you didn't spot about... Yeah. There was like a really obscure reference. I can't remember what it was. I think now. I'd spotted the obvious 42 or something. Uh, I think there were probably a 42 in there. There might have been a reference to towels. Right, yes. I'm not sure you got... <laughs> so yeah, we met on Plenty of Fish. Then we arranged for our first date... Terry lives in London. Um, she's going to be moving to my house, which is North London, in the next couple of weeks. But she lives in London, so we met in Camden, which is uh, um, yeah, it's a fun <laughs> place to go. Bit busy, but anyway, went to Camden, and once we met, we went to go to a cafe to get like a drink. Yeah, which was like. I think we twigged afterwards as a vegan cafe, and the reason why this is uh, amusing will become apparent. Yeah. When, <laughs> when... <laughs> so I went to the counter with Terry to buy some drinks. I think we were ordering something like mocha chocolate or whatever bollocks that was. And um, I went to pay for the drink. <laughs> I felt something velvety in my pocket, and I'm a bit confused. I pulled it out. And produced a dead mouse <laughs> that was just sat in the palm of my hand as Terry looked on in disbelief and wow, started was... to cackle of laughter. <laughs> I was absolutely hysterical for like I I just started laughing. I couldn't because I couldn't stop and poor like Colin was absolutely mortified. It's his fate. It was 
it was so his face was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life and there was dead mouths and it was just the most bizarre thing I'd ever seen so he was like oh um I'm I'm just gonna go and put this in the bin (laughs) and he came back to me still like tears hysterical laughter went oh I've just got I'm just gonna go wash my hands came back I laughed at him for about for a good 20 minutes I just I just couldn't breathe and this is why we remember it as being a vegan restaurant in particular, because I managed to pull out a dead animal <laughs> within a vegan restaurant. Waving around a dead mouse with some hysterical <laughs> woman like laughing her face off. Um, so, yeah, we did that. That was an icebreaker. Yeah, yeah. I'm convinced. I'm convinced that you just do that as a thing. No, my cat. Like, all your all your dates, you just produce a dead mouse just to see what happens. It's a good ploy, so try it if you want to. But <laughs> Yeah, top tip. It worked. But we both have cats, and my cat is a serial hunter. Um, <laughs> or a serial killer, I suppose, is a better way to put it. And, and hides mice. And he comes back and brings mice and birds into my house and they're not always dead so i assume at this point the live mouse ran away from my cat and hid in my pocket and and eventually died died. (laughs) (laughs) unknown to me i drive to london with a dead mouse in my pocket the entire way and don't realize till i get to a restaurant the whole time like, you were nervous. I could tell you were nervous when you turned up, but then I don't think that the whole mouse episode really I was nervous much. for a good reason, which we're coming up to. Which I did not realise. So, it was like, yeah, okay, you've, you've pulled out this dead mouse. Get over it now. Like, I've obviously, I've not run away. I'm laughing. <laughs> you know, I haven't jumped up on a chair and started screaming. And, you know, we're chatting, we're chatting, we're chatting, we're chatting. I'm thinking, hang on, like, you're sweating. You're utterly, I can tell you were so, so nervous. Hmm. It was really obvious, so it was really apparent, and I was a bit like... Oh, and you thought okay. I was just a bit of a sweaty mess and <laughs> a nervous disposition, <laughs> even though my online profile was kind of the opposite. It's like, yeah, I'm a musician in a band, I run my own business, I do all these things, I like travelling, and then there I am, this like nervous wreck. I'm like, it doesn't sound like you. <laughs> we went for it, we had this drink, and then we went for a walk, and I knew that I had to tell her I liked her immediately I knew I had to tell her as soon as possible about the HIV so we went for a walk and then we sat down on a bench we both decided it would be a good idea to buy some cigarettes even (laughs) Even though though neither of us smoked at that point yeah (laughs) (laughs) so um we sat down and as Terry just described I was a nervous wreck oh and then your alarm went off your meds alarm went off yeah uh, was it that late? Yeah, it was. Right, Your yeah. Your meds alarm went off. I have a, uh, an alarm on my phone that reminds me to take my meds. So that must have gone off, and that's probably when I went, oh, I should probably tell you this now. Um, it's actually quite a good reminder. It's helpful. It's, yeah, it's yeah. like, a, it's an icebreaker. It like kind of leads you into the kind of... Yeah, alarm's going off. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I should... Uh... <laughs> so we were sat there, and then I turn around to her and tell her I've got something to tell her. She gets a bit confused because I look really nervous. <laughs> And she's like, what, what's this one got to tell me on the first date that makes them look that nervous? And then I just told her I had HIV. And I went, what did I do? I went, I don't know what that means. <laughs> I just kind yeah. of looked at him and went, I've heard the words, but I yeah. don't know what that means. You're going to have to tell me. And then anybody who has HIV has probably got used to this, or I'm telling you now, you will get used to this is um, 
quickly within five minutes explaining the risks and and and, and the effects that HIV has on you and everybody around you, which is pretty much nothing. Um, I think you did very well though. The thing that I respected about it and was like, yeah, okay, this is this is cool. Was you said straight away, I'm going to tell you this stuff, but you need to go and research it yourself. Yeah. Because I could be telling you anything. Like. Yeah, I say you, that to. You need to. I say that to all the girls. <laughs> <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> in, in all I, I, I do that to, to everybody. Well, I can imagine it's very important to do so. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's the way I feel more comfortable is I tell everybody the moment I meet them. Yeah. Especially if there's going to be, um, now I'm talking in the past here, if there's going to be a, a, a romantic kind of relationship. Mm. I know some people struggle and they think they're going to be turned down or whatever, but then if you get turned down, so what? Like, just... You know, but I th- I can't imagine. Well, I've I've never I've never had a bad reaction. That's what I was gonna say. Like, never had a bad I, reaction. I, because if you are, I I imagine it's very difficult for someone because people generally aren't in, arseholes. In fact, I've had very strange reactions. What strange reactions? Well, I told one girl on our first yeah. date, and she just leant over the table and kissed me. Oh. Yeah. So. No matter how you feel, yeah. you're never going to get the reaction you well, expect. People, you always expect the bad reaction. People aren't assholes, and I think people no. want to put other people at ease. Yeah, totally. I think generally, maybe I'm naive, but I, I think, and if you are faced with someone who is being balls out honest with you right in front of That's you, exactly what I was just thinking. like, what are you going to do? You're not going to turn around and go, "Oh God, I don't think I can talk to you anymore," because, well. How many people are really brave enough to do that? I mean, like, how many people are really going to be, like, straight out, Yeah. you get out of my face? I I think it really makes a difference to a woman's um, opinion of you immediately, if you're immediately honest. Yeah. Like, telling you that I had it, I think it put us both at ease. Mm. And... Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it 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 encourages trust in you within yes. me. Like immediately, like I think I can trust this guy a little bit more because he's willing to open up and yeah. tell tell me something well, that it's is a good bloody basis, isn't it? Yeah. Like I mean, trust is. I'm not thing. saying if you haven't got HIV, say it because it you know makes girls yeah, trust just... you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to try that, so you know, give it a go. I don't know if you can get in trouble that because I know you can get in trouble for screwing around and not telling people you've got HIV. I wonder if you can tell people you have and then screw around and if you get in trouble. What, just to get girls to like you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't think there's any legal problem with that. But anyway. <laughs> well, it, might, it might prompt like quite a few unnecessary trips to the clinic yes, and we all would. love going to the clinic yeah um <laughs> so basically that's how uh, that's how we met and that's how i told terry that i have hiv well and i did i did i went away and i researched i went away and and look i went but that's what i immediately did the next day after we left i kind of went all right i'll go and have a look and it made me just think because all the things you told me were true about you know you, you told me all about um, being undetectable, and these are like all words I'd never heard before. Yeah. I didn't know what any of this yeah. meant. So I talked about viral load, 
Um, yeah. Injectable, <laughs> CD4, um, just blood counts and white cells and T cells and all, all these things that someone with HIV gets to learn pretty quick. Mm. But you, even at the beginning, you have no idea unless you work in medicine. No. Um, so, Terry, I think I confused you quite a bit. Not confused yeah, you, no. but there was a lot of new information to, to, to take on. on. There's a lot to take on. And I think I knew I really liked you as well, so I was like, oh, fucking hell, I've got to go and do a load of homework now. <laughs> I've got, that's not what you want after a first date, is like, oh, sugar, now I've got to go and research. And oh, like, sugar, Terry just sugar, cycled the curse sugar, words. Sugar, I did. I, I, I tried not to swear. Um, oh, dear. That's not like oh, Terry golly. Oh, golly gosh, I've got some research to do. <laughs> and I was reading up about like it's oh, after your first date and you're reading up about Swiss study. What is it? The the Swiss rule. Or... Yeah. Explain that, babe, because I can't. We'll I can't... explain it at a later date, but all oh, right, yeah. But, but eff- effectively, like there, there's there's so much God. stuff out there, and Swiss rule is that in, in Switzerland, um, if your viral load is undetectable, um, you can have unprotected sex because there's less than like. 0.0001% risk of you transmitting the disease to another person. But that's pretty much only in Switzerland. I think there may be a couple of other countries, but um, anyway, there's there's so many other podcasts that we'll talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We just kind of wanted to, in this first one, explain who we are, our relationship and our kind of connection. You can hear how much we like or dislike each other at times. <laughs> <laughs> so... A year later, um, from when we first met, there's probably now 14 months, 15 months, whatever. Um, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but now Terry's going to move in with me and we're going to start to try and have a family. But it's the reason we decided to do a podcast because one of the main bits of information that we struggled to find was um, regarding starting a family when one of the couples is HIV positive. One of the couples, one of the people is HIV positive and the other is negative. And there is information, but it's, there's not much. It is, and it is medical. Again, it's yeah. all medical. It's not about how you're going to feel about it and what are the difficulties and what are you, what are the barriers you're going to come up against and what are the, and, and, you can't really predict that stuff. No. Nope. It depends on the people. It depends on... But, you know, that's why we, we're doing this, is because I'm pretty sure there's going to be other people in our position. And and part of it is we want to say, it's okay. It's going to be hard and at times, and it has been. Mm. And that's okay. And you just have to... Well, we just want to share how we're getting through it. Yeah, that's basically the reason. Um, so yeah, that's basically episode one. That's all we want to talk about. Yeah. Um, we're going to release these once a fortnight. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> we're going to try to, because we both realised actually, when you listen to podcasts, you want to know when the next one's, next one's coming out. Yeah. It helps. But anyway, we're going to try and do that. Um, I guess we'll put this in the usual places. Yep. Um... I can't read your writing, so I don't know what they are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically any podcatcher you'll find us, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, all those things. Um, yeah, and we'll do number two soon, and then you can listen to that. Just sort of another reason why we're doing this. Why? Can I stick it in there? Yeah. Well, because I think 
it's going to help us as well to talk oh yeah totally you know you talk things out and you be balls out honest about it yeah to to lots of strangers on the internet that's a great therapeutic it's like us talking (laughs) through it yeah no i agree so thanks strangers you're our therapists (laughs) thank you like she says yeah (laughs) bye bye